On this week's episode of Third and Forever, we are remote. I am in a, a way, I'm in a different time zone. So I'm in the future by an hour. So, but we wanted to keep recording, keep our program schedule going. Uh, we're back for a shorter episode this week to talk about a uh, very former or an MVP uh, requesting a trade. So we're talking about the landscape of what that could mean, a potential new, de- a new deal or a new team, as well as any little bit of news that our teams have done. Not much, but we're still going to touch on it. There has been a fullback that has been re-signed that, you know, is big news. Uh, then we're, of course, going to talk about some upcoming programming. We have a couple interviews. We're going to touch upon those coming in the coming weeks or month. And that's going to be it. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Osdred, always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, I'm in the future. Yeah, and so I guess, has Aaron Rodgers been traded where you are right now? Not yet. I'm an hour okay. ahead of you, and he has not been traded yet. So maybe maybe in an hour, when it's, my, when it's 2.15 your time, maybe he will be traded. I don't know. We'll see. That's how time zones work, right? I'm, I'm in the future. Yeah, and because we're recording a little bit earlier in the day here, he probably will get traded at like four o'clock today, and we'll put this out tomorrow morning, and we just won't get to talk about it for two weeks. But yeah, yeah, so, okay, I just want to make sure, I want to take advantage of your time hopping abilities this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So yeah, we are are recording via StreamYard, so if you notice the quality and the sound, it's it's because we're not in the studio. Uh, I am down in Florida on uh, Pages Spring Break. And we are down here for our third year in a row. And it's uh, it's nice that it's not snow outside. We left. It's, it took us. It, we had a, over a three-hour delay because of the snow on Friday night. So we didn't get in. I didn't get in till about, like, to this my place at, like, till 4.15 in the morning. So it was, it, it was rough. It, yeah. I'm We're here. I'm here. You. It's important to note that Paige is a teacher, not a student. Correct. Um, yeah, that she, would be kind of weird. She is a teacher. <laughs> you she just said a spring break, and I was yeah, like, "That's." She is. She is teaches first grade, so she is a teacher. She's uh, not a first grader. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. twenty eight years old. Your fiance she's, is an adult. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So we wanted to keep our programming going and, and keep with our schedule every couple weeks here, and so it, it falls when I'm down here. So we we don't have a ton of news. We're going to keep it kind of a short episode, but we are going to talk about. Uh, the little bit of news that our teams might have, or at least possible updates if we have any. So let's start there. Um, Kevin touched on that Aaron Rodgers is still a member of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, uh, waiting, in, in waiting air on quotes. That. Um, I guess the only news on the Packers side of things, no transactions have been done in the last two weeks. It's uh, It's been shockingly silent. Uh, yep. The only update being that the coaches meeting or owners meeting, whatever it's called, uh, took place last week, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think Matt Lafleur said anything very noteworthy. It was all very coach speak. There uh, was a bit of a back Brian, and forth from yeah, uh, yeah, Goot. Goot. Yep. Yeah, Goot got up there and kind of uh, throw shade is almost like too much for it, but it was a little, a little of like, well, and you know, we couldn't reach Aaron, kind of stuff like that, and kind of just yeah. subtly implying that 
the story that we heard on the Pat McAfee show may not have been entirely unbiased. Crazy. So what? That's shocking yeah, to me. I mean, I was, I was floored. I had to lay down after I heard that. Yeah. But that's, that's really the only update. They're still working on, um, you know, the, the compensation. the compensation for the yeah. trade and the only kind of tangential Packer update nice is word. that we talked about uh, Elijah Moore and how <laughs> I wanted him to be a Packer. And like the day after that episode aired, yeah, um, the Jets traded Elijah Moore for a second, I believe, to uh-huh. the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so and everyone's like, well, maybe that second's for Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, well, why wasn't Elijah Moore just for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I did hear a take that I thought was kind of interesting where, you know, Elijah Moore had some issues let's call them with the jets coaching staff yep. uh last season his lack of involvement and all that kind of stuff there were tensions. a certain a certain quarterback that they used to start mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but the jets offensive coordinator at that time was none other than uh matt lafleur's brother mike oh so if there was a scenario where elijah moore told mike to go fuck himself it wouldn't really work out super well to put yeah. in on Matt's team the following season. Yeah. So there may have been, you know, some uh some beef there, which explains mm. the lack of acquisition of Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore just not a fan of the LaFleur family, I guess. No, I think that's yeah. that's what we have to assume based on this. Yeah. So, but uh yeah, the Jets signed like every wide receiver they can. They signed Braxton Berrios. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Lazard, and they got rid of Elijah Moore. So they're just... Randall Cobb might make an appearance over there. I mean, he's just living in the parking lot right now. He's got a little tent. He's just waiting. He's waiting waiting. for that call. Yeah, he's like out there grilling every day in the parking lot with no shirt on. He's like, yep. He sees sees Robert Sala. He's like, hey, hey, Rob, you need me yet? I'm right here. Getting ready. He just tries to cover his face. He's like, like doing high knees on the top. Good to go. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's it for the Packers, though. Really, nothing to speak of. Yeah, it's the the, the big news this year or this offseason for the Packers is no news. Like literally, everyone just like, well, it's it's the it, meme it, of like, do something, come on, let's, yeah, let's go. It's, it's no news until it's gigantic news. Yeah, but yeah. This for now, we wait. Like every year too. It's just for the last yeah. Yeah, and I'm the third year in a row, basically. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's but, funny that just like Goot and Rogers are just. They're just trying to continue to throw each other under the bus. But like you got they're already living underneath the bus. Like they're both yeah, just but, under there. But there's, no one really but there's knows. a difference though where where Rogers will go on McAfee and he'll say, This is what happened. You know, I was felt I was made to feel such and such and X, Y, and Z. Goot will get asked about it by media members and go, Well, you know, we kind of yeah. didn't really you know, it is just a much more measured approach. Yeah. Yeah, we'd prefer players didn't go to the media and they came to right. us first, but they didn't do that. And that's fine. And it's just right. this very, it's almost, you know, it's like a, it's like a Midwestern kind of passive aggressive kind of yeah. thing. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's an art it's, form. You know, you got to perfect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aaron Jones is working out with Jordan Love. So oh, well, that's something that, you know. Watson, I think too it, so they're getting it, more practice before the season starts with jordan love than they ever got with aaron Rodgers. so you're is, saying yeah. it is allowed for their for the green bay packers quarterback to work out with skill position players in the offseason yeah it's allowed it, it's allowed now oh yeah, this is the first year oh it's a new rule it's a yeah new it's rule. a coincidence they can, they, can, they can do it now 
They're okay. allowed to, yes. Okay. I, I for for a reason. Jordan I was like, Love has not discovered well, ayahuasca yet, so we yes, have a few yes, years keyword, before that keyword. happens. Yeah. He's just getting into tequila, and you know the slippery mm-hmm. slope of it goes tequila and then ayahuasca and then darkness and then, retreats and then welfare fraud way yeah. in the future. Yeah, way in the future. Yeah. And somewhere in there, it's excommunicating yourself from your family. It has to somewhere. It's a, it's a hidden step you have to unlock. Yeah, now it's yeah. there's it's a complicated life cycle of <laughs> of Green Bay quarterbacks, but yeah. we're getting more and more information, and it's fun to be back at the beginning again, where he's a little caterpillar. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Dustin, do we have anything with the bears? They're just kind of, uh, are they done signing every free agent available? That's yeah. Like... They, their last move was Dante Foreman back two weeks yeah. ago. So they haven't okay. really done anything. Um, I'm hoping to hanging. see some big news though. I, I heard that the, uh, the Cardinals are potentially releasing Deandre Hopkins. So yeah, that would be a huge get for them. Give, well, uh, and that's finally give QB one, and, I, and I'm sure that there's nowhere Justin that D Hop would would rather be than Chicago. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure yeah. he would love to be on that project team in a cold city. <laughs> yeah, then you would have <laughs> with high. Hey, they're they're building a dome in a couple years, though. <laughs> yeah, you could also then have yeah, four four receivers in DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Trace Claypool, and Darnell Mooney that just get zero catches. And they're all just really happy. And it's the most expensive receiver room in the league. And they're just like, well, we total a thousand yards, the four of us. So that's Mm -hmm. good. So (laughs) that's what you want. Yeah. I Um, feel like you guys already have budget D hop with Claypool, you know, like he's kind of like Hopkins has had some, some attitude. Oh, really? Oh, good thing he didn't take much. Good thing he didn't take much. I didn't even know he got him until like his first game with us. (laughs) When he, when he caught like a ball. I don't even know if he did. (laughs) for like 12 yards i think he had like 11 catches his, his whole his whole tenure yeah. like seven games that's what you want for a guy that you gave a very high second rounder for yeah that's that's, that's good that's good um all right well i guess we'll see the, the bears still have it looks like according to spot track 38 and a half million dollars in cap space right now so so that's that's nice i don't that's know what they're gonna spend that on your rookies so something's gotta happen yeah, you probably only need like ten million, or not even. 10. Yeah, you need like you need probably like ten or twelve just to be safe. Yeah, because they're gonna have some higher up there guys. But yeah, no, it's they're still gonna make some moves. But it seems like things have been pretty quiet in the NFL. I guess Adam, do you have any Vikings the, updates for the us? The only update is another confusing one. So like we 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 signed Josh Oliver, and you know the the tight end kind of a guy, and we're like, all right. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. then we won't resign CJ Ham because Josh uh, Oliver again. It was, it was kind of three three years, twenty one million dollars for a backup tight end. Correct. Correct. Three okay. year, twenty one million dollar. That includes Good. just ten seven five guaranteed. Um, so yeah. we'll see there. And then we resigned uh, CJ Ham to a two year extension. I think it was just a vet minimum. I think the total contract was only worth like four million or three million. He's so. actually paying you guys to. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean. It is what it is, but I'm like, all right, I, I would have thought that maybe with the moves that we've made that he wouldn't come back, but he's back. Well, like he and, wasn't really involved last year very much, yeah, was he? Yeah, well, because like it's 
not as not not as involved as he used to be, just because different offensive scheme. Kevin O'Connell didn't like. I'm, I'm sure he's a Pro much. Bowler because if you play fullback, you're a Pro Bowler these days. But well, not in the NFC because they have Kyle Uzcheck that like oh automatically and people are like I know that guy. Oh, let's, let's give well, him only, the, the yeah. One, I guess you only get spot. one for each conference. For, I forgot. Yeah, about that. For, for, yeah. So it's but Kyle you still Juszczyk. got like a one in three chance. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. That's true. Um, so CJ Ham, you know, he's back. He's a good locker room guy, I guess. So it's like, all right, okay. That was kind of confusing. But yeah, we're, we're just waiting on what's, what's going to happen. We haven't really made anything else. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause we already talked about like Dean Lowry being signed, Davenport, Bradbury resigned. So I've been seeing a lot of, uh, chatter on the Vikings Twitter feed. Um, lack of, lack, lack of excitement. You're saying no, 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 no quarterback excitement. So like, oh, like oh, excitement for yeah, potentially so drafting Will Levis is where I'm going with this. That is, and so yeah, let's go into. So there has been a couple things that I've seen on Vikings Twitter. Um, we didn't talk about this before, but officially, uh, as of early of March, Lamar Jackson, former MVP, requested a trade. You know, he was put on the non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning. Mm-hmm if a team is willing to pay him basically $50 million a year and give up a, like two first rounders, they can have Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, that's, that's gross. But there are parts of Vikings Twitter and they really want that. I'm like, okay, so these are the same fans that hate the idea of paying Kirk cousins more than a dollar. It seems like um, more than $1. Yeah. More than $1. Yep. And they, they actually wish that Kirk would pay them. Specifically, mm-hmm. like directly pay these fans. Yeah. Um, and they, they're also the same fans that think in their brain, oh yeah, we can we can sign Lamar Jackson to that massive deal, as well as extend Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. And I'm like, do you okay? So yeah. you don't understand how how salary cap, like the myth, this calorie cap is a myth. It's not that much of a myth. Like well, you're you're <laughs> thinking about this from an antiquated. We have three players. We would have three players. That's it. Yeah, no, you're thinking about this from an old school perspective where you need 11 humans on offense. Yeah. And really, yeah. you can get by with three, you know, seven and or eight. none on defense. Yeah. yeah, and it's just three of them would be really high paid and five would the be rookies. very much not. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it's it's doable. It's feasible, but. Yeah, I just, I personally, how, what are your guys' thoughts on Lamar Jackson? Like, how do you, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson? Because, like, I, I don't really – I'm I not interested Lamar in being is, my quarterback. Lamar has right a now. good ceiling. Lamar – a team with Lamar Jackson could win a Super Bowl, which you cannot say that about probably the majority of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I think his ceiling is Super Bowl. I think he has major durability concerns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's looking for a contract by all accounts – except maybe his, I don't remember what he said, but something in the same vein as Deshaun Watson, yeah. which that contract, I, I think what we're seeing here with the lack of interest right now in Lamar is partially kind of the owners pushing back and saying, this is not going to be the new standard because yeah. the Browns fucked over the whole NFL with the Deshaun Watson contract. It was so far above what anyone else has gotten in terms of money and then guaranteed money, especially that, Mm -hmm. you know, no one is going to meet Lamar even at, you know, 95% of a Deshaun Watson deal. So 
And I don't think he's worth that either because the dude, like I said, he's got durability concerns. He hasn't been as good the last few years as he was his first few years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're, you're paying a lot for an upgrade that, you know, could go down for a good chunk of the season. It's just, I don't know. I, I see what people aren't biting, I guess. His last two years. So he won the MVP in 2019 with mm -hmm. a, Threw for 3,127 yards, his most, his highest ever, uh, on 401 attempts. He threw for 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. He ran for 1,200 yards, then seven touchdowns. Since then, he has gone for 2,757 yards, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions for 1,000 yards, another seven touchdowns, a good season. Uh, but then 2021, he only played 12 games. They went seven and five in those games. He completed only 64% of his passes for 2,800 yards, 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 767 yards, two touchdowns. And then last year, only 12 games. They went eight and four in those. He started off the year crazy hot. Like we benefited from that in fantasy. It was great for the first like three, four games. Yeah. Until we and did. then, <laughs> then he went only through, he completed 62% of his passes. 2,200 mm -hmm. yards, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, uh, ran for 764 yards, only three touchdowns. So yeah. is but, that but a you guy? Can still see, you can still see the ceiling there is yeah, what I was talking can. about, where it's like it's it's hard because people are like, how can you not be interested in Lamar Jackson? And it's like, well, because there's two Lamar Jacksons. There's yeah. like high you know intensity of Lamar Jackson who threw 36 touchdowns and mm -hmm. was absolutely electric and then there's most of the other time Lamar Jackson that's a relatively average you know passer of the football probably above average running still yeah and my, you're gonna my him. thoughts yeah my thoughts on Lamar is he's great for a team that doesn't have a whole lot going on offense like I don't want Lamar Jackson with Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, then will, he's not going to be happy with that. He just isn't like in Lamar, like that's not a knock necessarily about Lamar. Like I just, he is not a, you need him for on a team that is lacking in the receiver department. Make, you know, you have to completely tailor your offense. Well, it doesn't work with Kevin O'Connell because, because that's what Lamar has played on his whole career. Are teams that don't have the high profile wide receiver talent. Whereas like, if I'm just thinking about it in my head, if you put Lamar on the Dolphins, do you think that's a good landing spot for him? It's better just because of Mike McDaniel, because he is a he is becomes because, from that because San of Mike Francisco McDaniel, run. Also, I mean, Lamar had a lot of success with Mark Andrews, who you know, according to Dustin's, like a top thirty tight end in the league. So <laughs> it's like that's safe to I, say. I just I want to see Lamar with some of those high profile guys. It, because I feel like it would work like Lamar is not, you know, we make fun of Justin Fields a lot on this show um, for not being good at throwing the football as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, Lamar is not there. You know, now Lamar isn't like awesome at throwing. He's not yeah. an elite throwing talent, but he's better than bad. You know, he's not a liability throwing the football like some other mobile quarterbacks can be. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like, there's just not a lot of landing spots for Lamar like in a vacuum. And then you throw in the contract and the draft picks that would go into it. Mm -hmm. But it also seems like he's now burned his bridge with the Ravens a little bit. Yeah. So 
I, I don't think we're going to see anyone bite on it until after the draft, depending on how that goes for teams. But mm-hmm. I think he'll be somewhere else next year. Well, yeah. my I big guess. thing with it, I mean, just thinking about that style of play, like how many guys really have that long of careers that are West Coast quarterbacks? Like, and you definitely do see that decline with it. I mean, and we is, have that. Coming and from a Bears fan. Well, yeah. Justin Fields is an anomaly, so he won't have. <laughs> yeah, that. he didn't. He didn't get hurt this year. <laughs> He at, at the second half of the season, he didn't get hit at least two or three times in each game and just yeah. lay on the ground. For he, he, didn't hurt, he didn't hurt his hip as like a 22 year old or, you know, yeah, no, that's a, that's a very common injury for a young man. The, the Justin injury. Fields get up after a sack where you lay there for 10 seconds and then to show everyone you're okay, you do a push up on your way up so that, yeah. you know, every, everyone knows that you don't have any broken ribs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, we're not I, I just see that this year. I don't oh, want wow. I don't want the Vikings. I, I'm not in on the Vikings with Lamar Jackson. A the the cost is just that alone. I'm like, no, not no, right. you guys have not needs right. elsewhere. Yeah. Like you have no. so many needs on defense. It's just, and yeah. It, it's it, just I I have no interest. I don't want to touch it. And I it's one thing to draft someone kind of with that skill set like an Anthony Richardson. Obviously now he's gonna probably go top five. Um but like I, you know, it's one thing to draft a guy with that that's raw you can develop it's mm-hmm. another to trade for a guy that's maybe not as polished as a passer still who's been in the league for six years like i i don't know it, it's just you have to completely tailor your offense to lamar jackson and yeah. i i don't want to do that offense was not the problem last year it wasn't i i, I would it, love if you guys got lamar and then yeah. you couldn't resign we couldn't do anything yeah yeah that would be cool from my perspective and i i just i don't there's nothing in like the g you know quasi is never like he comes from that analytical background like he is that's just not a move that he would ever make and i i don't know i i don't see it happening but i just see that that's been a very popular thing on vikings twitter and i'm like okay let's just reality check folks no it's not happening move Mm on uh what i have seen on vikings twitter a lot is um will levis that is a very popular name <laughs> like you were if you were to google yeah just will levis vikings you will see uh an absurd amount of tweets i mean which it, is that, funny because like i don't know i feel like there's there's a I, weird cross-section of people that love will levis and hate yeah. Kirk cousins i know and it's like will levis has a lot of like he's very like stafford-esque in that he is this, he's a really strong arm, but he, you know, I, he's more physically mm-hmm. gifted, like from terms of running than Stafford. Like he can do more as a ball carrier, it's like a playmaker. He puts more mayo in his coffee. Than yeah, Stafford correct. It's the did. mayo in the coffee. And yeah. that, and he. Fucking disgusting. Uh, what I don't like about him, like, I love the arm talent. It's the mechanics are, you can see, like, Luke Braun. You could uh, you could showed. fix mechanics. Yeah, though. yeah, there are things. It, it's a project, and like that's where I think, like we don't need a quarterback. Like if we draft a quarterback in, later this month, mm-hmm. it's not like we need him to start. It's not like we're in a situation like that. We have the luxury of letting him sit for a whole year and not have to worry about it, and like let him develop that. And I think if there is someone to develop behind, like what Kirk Cousins, one of his strengths is accuracy, like because he's not physically gifted. He doesn't have those physical raw tools. So he had to develop his mechanics. And so it, it, that's where it's like, okay, you can pick a little bit more of a project in someone to develop because you have people in-house. Kevin O'Connell, also former quarterback. Um, you have 
the resources to develop someone. So it, it is appealing in that. I don't think Will Levis is going to be there. I think we have to trade up substantially to get him. I think probably trading up all the way up maybe to seven to the Raiders, if you wanted to have a legitimate shot, depending on how the quarterbacks, if they go in the first, if like mm-hmm. we see three quarterbacks go in the top five, Will Levis has to be taken. You have to trade up at least to seven to get him because he's not going to sneak past you know, so so you would endorse the Vikings making that trade up? It depends. It's all about compensation. I mean, if it's if the trade package is you trade a you know obviously when you trade up that far to seven, you're gonna have to give up your next year's first. It's mm-hmm. if if Quasey and correct. Kevin O'Connell love him as a project or as a as a prospect, then uh, you know there's no such thing as overpaying for drafting a quarterback. Is it, if you hit. Obviously, because like if he's your guy, go get him. Don't wait and hope he falls because that's that's how you end up in quarterback limbo forever. You just kind of just sit there and be like, I it's fine. I don't want to draft. I don't want to draft like Stetson Bennett or Tanner McKee in the fourth Uh, round, fifth round. You drafted Stetson Bennett. I would I would just love that. That would be so funny. If you're I am all for taking a chance on a quarterback. And like, you know, it, if you hit, it's awesome. If you don't, that's the risk, you know, that, that comes with it. So it, it just don't try to hope you find uh, the next, you know, Brock Purdy, you know, for you guys. There you go. Uh, yep. You're not going to, you're, that, that's, that is harder to do than finding, you know, tricky. Well, I mean, there's on only one rounder. Brock out there. Yeah, and correct. He's already spoken for. You know, yeah, you try like to you the, try to draft Brock Purdy, and you might end up with the Tom Brady, and you're like, eh, it's not the same. But I'll take it's, it. It's like it's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like there won't be another Brock until this Brock dies. You know, and exactly. it'll go into the next you know yeah. conference or however yeah. it rotates in this yeah uh, scenario. So yeah, so I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm curious though. I like all the drama with Vikings fans yeah. currently and this kind of that's a, that's a popular thing with curious. mock drafts we've seen. So we've seen yep. Viking, like Vikings are a team that a lot of so-called experts are loving to draft, you know, trade up and take a quarterback. And if, if we do that, like if we take, if we do trade up and we take Will Levis, I'm going to be all in on that. Like, I mean, like, sure. Give it a shot. If it fails, you know, at least you tried. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, if it, if it works out, obviously then that's phenomenal. I, I, it's caused me to look more into Will Levis. I do like the potential. I don't, he is very raw, but he doesn't have to play at all next year. So I, I'm easy, I can be easily convinced on it. So, I mean, some, I some I people know. say that, you know, the, the best thing that you can do for a quarterback is to let them sit. And you said for a year, I, I would say ideally least, you want them to sit for three yeah. Um, and that's run out really, that rookie deal, run it out and yeah. just be like, don't take advantage of it. And just let them age like a fine wine. <laughs> um, I want my guy making his start at like 26, 27 years old. That's yeah. That's his career to really start. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's just how you gotta, you gotta make sure that they're in it for the long haul. So you just yeah. make them sit there for three years. Uh, so that's what I would do. Yeah, I don't. I think the Vikings have. There's three scenarios, obviously, that we do. I think we, if we trade up, I could see us trading up for a Will Levis if the draft board kind of falls that way. I see us then either trading down and acquiring future capital because we don't have many picks. Um, and so I could see us trying to accumulate those picks and adding depth pieces, whether, you know, probably on the defensive side. Or if we do stay at 23, it's only because receivers haven't really had a run on it and we go for a guy like. 
you know, Jordan Addison or um, Quinton Johnston, you know, or, you know, someone like that. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, JSN is going to be there. Uh, Jackson Smith, Nigba, I don't think he's going to be there, no. but I would love it. Um, I think he'd be a, cause you don't have that slot guy anymore. I think that could be, you know, nice, but we'd have to probably trade up for him. So I, yeah, no, you, I don't you, know. you hate we'll KJ see. Osborne. That's been, that's been noted. Um, KJ yeah, Osborne so, is a great know, I, third receiver. He's not a receiver too. He's not, at least not that we've seen. So he's a receiver um, too right now. Correct. He is a receiver that's too. Right a, that's now. just a fact. That's that is just, a fact. Can't even argue uh, that. What about, what about you guys? Do you have anyone who, who on, let's say uh, Dustin, do you have anyone on the, that you hope the bears take at nine? What, what do you want them to do? Well, I know that they're meeting with Jalen Carter. I, I think it was this mm-hmm. week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I actually, I don't know how I feel about it. Cause it's like, yeah, he's a great player, but do I really want to deal with all those issues that are off the field yep. with him? Yep. So that's one that I'm looking at. I mean, Will Anderson would be nice, but I, he's not falling to nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see a wide receiver just to, cause I, I don't, I just don't trust Claypool. I think we you're not going to, you're not taking a receiver ever getting T- DJ Moore. You just won't in the first round. That'd be shocking. I, I, I would highly sure. doubt that. Yeah. With DJ Justin, Moore added here's, in. Here's a, here's a dirty little secret of the Chicago bears. They're not good at football. In a lot of different areas, so they're you're gonna need to fill. You're know, like the boat's sinking, and you're trying to get a new wheel, and you just got a new wheel, and you're like, "What if we yeah. have a second? You know, yeah. like you can't. You're working on you're working on the mast, and the structure yeah. is poor, and you're like, "This is great, guys! Look how fast we can go! It's like we're, we're taking on water, sir. You got you got two shiny lifeboats, and <laughs> the the hull is cracked. You're like, yeah." So you're going, I, you're going a line, whether it's offensive or defensive line. I just, I don't see the bears taking well, yeah, anyone that's why I'm else. saying Jalen Carter, but I thought yeah. the offensive line was fine. They didn't have any issues. You said, no, I, I said they're, not win, as, they're not, they're not Swiss cheese right. as you like to believe they are. <laughs> There's He's a lot a of quarterback uh, between good and Swiss cheese. Yes. Now another free agent though, that I, I kind of would like to see, um, uh, Shaq Griffin from Seattle. Mm. I'd like, I'd like to see them get mm. him, just get some, Get an older guy on the defense because, like, right now it's just a bunch of rookies and like second, third year guys. There really isn't like a veteran presence yet. What about um, like Odell? He's just sitting there. I saw yeah. him on the list. I don't know. You have I the mean, cap space. You know, he only wants a $14 yeah, I, million dollar deal. Yeah, he also wants to play for a contender. Well, so, so Patrick Pearson, Patrick Pearson said that too. And if he's good he enough to the he'll Steelers. make his team a contender. <laughs> What's a contender? What is a contender? The Steelers, the Steelers are a hell of a lot more of a contender than the Bears are. It's a philosophical question. Well, yeah, but they're in the AFC. So, yeah. you know, good luck. <laughs> At least in the NFC, it's like, well, it's not as strong. Yeah, I suppose. All right. So you want, there's a couple guys you want. You, you, maybe you're still wanting them to dip their toes back into free agency is what it sounds like. Yeah. I definitely would like to see Some a, veterans. a couple more, like at least two more signings in the free agents. You could really use a guy like Roquan Smith. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely could. That I would, would love huge. to see Roquan Smith. No, you got Tremont. You got Tremaine Edmonds. I don't know why you wanted to pay him and not Roquan, but sure. Why not? Because <laughs> Roquan wanted to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's like we, we we we'll get a new Roquan. Like, what if what if this guy's like Roquan Smith? Gonna make my own Roquan with blackjack and hookers. Uh, yeah. Uh Kevin, what about you? Who do you who do you want the Packers? And are you gonna say receiver? 
Yeah, obviously, it's always it's never. <laughs> They're going to take Michael Meyer. They're going to take Michael Mayer or whatever it is, no, so, like the, the tight end. Well, I would settle at this point because every year I go, God, I really wish we'd take a receiver. Now and, you've got a pass catcher, and it's yeah, I've, I've expanded that <laughs> to to pass catcher, where one of these top tight ends, one of the top receivers. I mean, ideally, I just know we're going to be in a situation where at fifteen, like JSN is still on the board, yeah. and they pick like. A, like an edge and I just lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm seeing, you know, mocked a whole lot is, you know, kind of, we get down to spot and they go with Packers drafting Nolan Smith because Gooch just loves those Georgia Bulldogs and mm-hmm. he loves defensive first round picks. And so if I had to put money on it right now, that's what I would bet on just based on the history of me not getting what I want. I would yeah. love JSN. I would love, you know, any of the top couple tight ends, I think there's arguments to be made for each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be as excited about like if they went with Addison or something at 15 or one of those. Little receivers. Small I guess I still, He's little. I guess I, yeah, I'd still be excited, but uh, you know, JSN would be a dream come true. So it's not going to happen. Um, yeah. And I'm not even going to pretend to delude myself here. Is this you hedging? Is this you? Is this you? No, emotionally no, hedging? no, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not even going to delude myself it's going to it's not going to happen yeah there's only a certain number of times like like when they when the cavemen discovered fire and they stuck their hand in it that first time it's not their fault but the second and third and fourth it's like you you kind of stop touching the fire and you could Mm -hmm. no one feels sorry for you anymore so i'm not touching the fire this year and i am going to hope for a tight end i'm not going to get that either but that's a little bit more reasonable um yeah, and it's just pretty much uh, that's where I'm at. So I'm already so, kind of defeated. So I'm just looking up the draft order here, and let me yeah. just like let's. So so we got the obviously the Panthers. They're number one. They're they need a receiver, but they're not taking one at at one. Uh, they're going to go quarterback. No. You have to imagine Texans aren't going to take yeah. a receiver at two. Cardinals uh, probably not. They're going to go defense. I think, with, especially with JJ Watt retiring, they're a big thing for like Will Anderson. They could easily go with. Uh, Colts, yeah, and they have some guys. Quarterback, yeah. Seahawks most likely not a receiver, just with Lockett and DK. I yeah, they kind of have that covered. That's a little high too for JSN, who's probably the de facto number one receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Lions, interesting. I I still don't think they go receiver. I think they have bigger needs. Still. Yeah, and then they have yeah, they got Amon Ra and Jamison Williams. Like they're they're pretty set. Yeah, Raiders Raiders at seven. No, they they're not going to go receiver. Uh, Falcons are, are interesting. They could, but with them just drafting Drake London, I I don't know if they go receiver again. They have a lot of other needs as well. Yeah. Um, so they probably go defense uh, mm-hmm. or offensive line. Bears, like we talked about, probably no. Eagles, no receiver. Titans could. Uh, they do need a whole lot. They're a potential for for a quarterback. I know I've seen Will yeah, Levis. The Titans need there. a lot of stuff. So receiver yeah. is on that list, but yep. you could definitely make an argument to go somewhere else. Yeah, Texans at 12, definitely a potential for a receiver. Yeah, because they uh, just lost Brandon Cooks. Yep. But they do Jets. have Amari Rodgers. So. Oh, yeah. Jets yeah. probably not, no receiver no. there. I don't think. Uh, with the with adding Lazard, they have Garrett Wilson. I don't. They probably know Braxton Berrios. They resigned. I don't see them going receiver. Uh, Patriots also could. So you got probably like three teams the, that the legitimately could. could. 
Yeah. So, but they just, yeah, Patriots did just re- did just sign um, Juju. So, yeah. So, if, if one of those teams goes with that consensus number one guy, then that's it's the whole thing's a moot point. But if none of them do, the Packers still won't there, either. Yeah. There, but there is that's, there is a good amount. I mean, I wouldn't say it's over fifty percent chance that JSN's there, but he could be. Like, he honestly, like, I put that probably 45 percent. He could be in that. Yeah. So you don't know. He's definitely going to be there if you wanted to trade up a couple of spots to try to leapfrog one of those teams. Maybe if you trade up with the the Titans or the Eagles, you know, let's, to try to get ahead of the Texans. Let's so. trade a second round pick for Rashad Bateman while we're just doing whatever Kevin wants. I mean, there's just there's it's not going to happen. No. You'll never end up. Rashad Bateman will never be a Packer. I tried to bring Rashad Bateman to a fantasy football championship, but that didn't even work last year. So clearly, no. yeah, I just. <laughs> Uh, it's never going to happen. And I feel he wants out too. He like does not like the organization. Yeah. Which is just yeah. salt in the wound. It's Elijah Moore 2.0. It's just all these guys like, I hate my team. And I'm like, come <laughs> to me. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, we'll, we'll see. We, we got the draft coming up. Uh, but the next time we record, we're going to do more of an in-depth uh of draft kind of discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to um, learn well, all the names. Cause I, yeah. I hardly know anybody yet. As per yeah. Usual. So uh, do we have anything else we want to touch on before we kind of wrap up the episode this week? Cause I know it's a shorter episode, but we just wanted to at least mention any possibility. Oh, I guess before uh, Dalvin cook, we finally have some update. Uh, he went through surgery on his shoulder that apparently has been broken for two years. So he's been playing with. Uh, so we had surgery. He's rehabbing and progressing well, but he hasn't been in Minnesota. So he's been like away, which makes sense because he, it, I think where he's gone, I don't think he's going to be on the Viking next year. He's been getting shopped a little bit. Yeah. There, there are, there are, the report was that there has been at least one trade offer submitted, sent to us for him. So Mm -hmm. a team has tried to trade for him. I don't know what team, but it's, they, a team has tried to trade for him, so there's an offer on the table. I think a lot of it has to do with the, the shoulder. He's got to pass a physical. So you guys tried to get David Montgomery, I think, too. We did. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that, that was the report saying we, we we looked at signing David Montgomery, but the the Lions threw a bunch of money at him, and he's like, okay. So we, but the, all the moves that we've done so far, re-signing Madison, um, signing back CJ Ham. We've looked at signing Montgomery. All of those are pointing that Dalvin Cook is not going to be a Viking, whether that's at least at the current deal that he's at. So he's either going to be restructured, traded, right, and he or he said he's not interested in yeah. so, taking any sort of pay cut restructure. What does that leave? A trade or release? So I, I think a lot of it has to be just we're waiting on that physical. That he has to get healthy enough where he can pass a physical because that's a big part of trades. They have to you know, the new team has to give them a physical and they have to pass it. So I think we'll probably see that this summer, like probably something in like June or July. I don't, I'd be shocked if Dalvin yeah, Cook it, is a Viking. It'll, it'll be post-draft for sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I something think to monitor. We finally now have some, yeah. Yeah, made good so progress. We'll, we'll see how the, uh, how the Vikings main Twitter account treats that. If they're still tweeting out best running back duo in the league, highly erroneously, like they did last year. Um, probably not, but probably I'm just, not. just never sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So if anyone has anything else, otherwise let's, let's talk about our future. The next, the next couple episodes coming up. Um, yeah. 
So we have in two weeks from today, so recording-wise on the 17th episode coming out on the 18th of April, we have reoccurring guest, front of the pod, Dustin Baker. He is a writer-editor for Vikings Territory. He also hosts of the Believe in Vikings podcast with Brian McKinney. Uh, he's been on a few times. I think this will be his third time on. Um, so we he's going to be back on. We're going to talk off-season news, whether that's with the Vikings, as well as any of his thoughts on other teams in the NFC North, as well as that's going to be our pre-draft primer. Like, I mean, we're going to, we're going to be before the draft will be about a week or so before the draft comes out a week and a half before the draft starts. So we'll have more, you know, draft content. Uh, so we're going to have him on in a, in a couple of weeks here. And then after that, on the first, I believe, I think it's May 1st is when we're recording. And then episode going out on May 2nd is new guest uh, named Matt Anderson. He is the host of Vikings Happy Hour, which is the Climb the Pocket podcast, as well as he's a writer for Vikings Wire and the Daily Norseman. Uh, we've been in contact a little bit on Twitter. He is uh, a big Vikings fan, obviously, and he's looking at wanting to expand his circle, and he reached out to us, and so we're going to have him on, and it's going to be right after the draft. So that whole episode is probably going to be dedicated to recapping the draft. We'll know who our teams have taken. To Will Levis. crazy moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about Will Levis. His future Viking Will Levis. Um, if, if the Vikings draft Will Levis, we got to think of like a Mayo-based thing for you to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, I, like yeah, we have to think of like uh, like a peanut butter sort of kid, but pet. with mayo. Yeah, <laughs> does that feel good? Ah, <laughs> I feel like you have. I feel like you should have to drink some coffee with mayo. In with it. mayo, I, I if, feel like that's if we if the Vikings draft Will Levis, and, mm-hmm. and when we record in four weeks, I guess four mm-hmm. weeks from today, I will drink. I will put mayo on live on pod in my coffee and drink mm-hmm. that throughout the episode. If and give you and, my and if. And if the Packers draft a receiver in the first round, I'll join you. Yeah. So okay. potentially one, okay. neither, or both of us drink. And if the Bears, coffee. if the Bears, uh, what do you want, dude? <laughs> if uh, if they sign Jalen Carter, I'll go get in a street race. That's no, you <laughs> just join Mayo during the show. <laughs> street race. This, um, this is great content for the pod. Dustin's going Dustin's somewhere else to street race. race. Yeah, I'll call in um, from the. I'll use my one phone call to phone in to the podcast. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we have coming up in the next two episodes. Um, it's obviously going to be in in two weeks and then four weeks. Those are coming out. Uh, it's going to be very draft heavy, just because that's what we got this month. Uh, we're in April. We're in draft season. Uh, exciting. It's always exciting, whether it's disappointment that leads to it for our teams, uh, but. We all still look forward to it because there's the hope and the chance that our team could make us happy. Doesn't I don't look happen, forward to it. I, I'm old. Well, I think the draft yeah. is stupid. We'll probably also watch. We'll, we'll probably watch the first round together again. Uh, Dustin will be there this year, I think. At least we'll maybe make a point for that. Um, now that he's actually a part of the pod. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I don't know about you guys. It was a shorter episode. But that's that's cool. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. It's off season. We're on the dog days of off season. Not a whole lot going on. But nah, short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, who you guys got? NBA or the college basketball championship tonight? No, San Diego State be, takes on UConn. It's got to be UConn. There's no way UConn loses. Yeah. No, right. Zero percent chance. UConn. UConn's been good to me, but I need them to actually lose in terms of another pool I'm in. So I don't. Know, I guess rooting on Kevin O'Connell's 
alma mater, San Diego State University. Go Aztecs. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears, as well as the NFC North and the NFL as a whole. Um, you can also find us talking about the draft, any any possibility. That's what our main content is going to be the next month. So if you like the draft, definitely be sure to tune in because we really pay attention to the draft. Right, Kevin? That's, that's yeah. we're, we're all in. We're all in on the draft. I know several names of the he prospects. He knows names. And Dustin knows at least one name. He said Jim I know there will be seven so. rounds of players taken. That's true. We do know that. Um as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by my co-host, Kevin Holm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, final words. Straight Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>